Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're pressing on through Matthew chapter 26. Picking up verse 6, we looked at the first five verses in a previous episode where Jesus had just told his disciples, hey, the Son of Man is going to be crucified in a couple of days. We also saw where the religious rulers were planning on arresting Jesus. Verse 6 picks it up. It says this, Now, when Jesus was in Bethany at the home of Simon the leper, a woman came to him with an alabaster vial a very costly perfume and she poured it on his head as he reclined at the table. So Jesus is there at the home of Simon the leper. There's other people there. Uh, uh, Luke tells us that Martha was serving, that Lazarus was reclining with him. Okay, So this gathering here, disciples about. Verse 8, But the disciples were indignant when they saw this and said, Why this waste for this perfume? might have been sold for a high price and a money given to the poor. And so she comes in and she pours uh, an alabaster vial of what, uh, see, was it Mark? I think that says, yeah, Mark calls it pure nard, okay, very, very costly perfume. Pours it out on Jesus' head. And they said, you could have sold that for a high price. Mark and Luke tell us it's 300 denarii. Denarii is basically a day's wages. So you're basically talking 10 months' worth of wages right here is how much this cost. And they're concerned about the waste. They're concerned over the fact that it could have been sold for a high price and the money given to the poor. <laughs> and you think, well, I wonder if the disciples were really worried about that. Uh, some of them might have been, more than likely, uh, not because Judas was the one that initiated it, according to Luke. Judas Iscariot. I said it was the one that was intended to betray him. And said, why was this perfume not sold for 300 in there and given to poor people? And then Luke tells us he wasn't concerned about the poor, but that he was a thief. He's the one that kept the money box, and he was pilfering money out of the money box. And he just saw nearly a year's worth of wages get poured over the head of Jesus. And he's thinking, man, I could have tapped into that right there. Verse 10, back to Matthew. But Jesus, aware of this, he's aware of, of what they're thinking. He's aware of what they're saying. He's aware of all the motivation. It says this, why do you bother the woman? You know, why do you bother her? For she's done a good deed. For you always had the poor with you, but you do not always have me. So Jesus wasn't being flippant right here. He wasn't being self-exalting. He wasn't downplaying the poor. He was simply stating the fact that she did a good deed by doing this. And so don't give her a hard time about this. Don't bother her. You're always going to have poor that you can minister to, that you can meet, that you can give resources to, but you're not always going to have me. And boy, we sort of need to keep that in mind with everything we do in our life. So often we get distracted by what could be, what might be, what we want, and we don't enjoy and live in the moment. Mark gives a little insight into that. He said this, that Jesus said this, she has done what she could. 
Then he says, she has anointed my body beforehand for burial. So he's letting us know that this woman did what she could. She might not have been able to do a bunch of other stuff. It's just like everybody else. We can do what we can do. She was able to do this. She had the resources. This was hers. She poured it out upon him. Whether she knew it or not, Jesus tells point blank in all the Gospels exactly what happened, that she was anointing his body beforehand for burial. Sort of lets me know that you know Jesus already told his disciples that he was going to be killed, he's going to be crucified. And I'm wondering if when they're reclining at the table, they're just hanging out here, if this is not a uh, matter that they're talking about. Yeah. Jesus continues over in Matthew, verse 12. For when she poured this perfume on my, on my body, she did it to prepare me for burial. <laughs> well, whether you want to talk about this or not, <clears throat> the Lord is bringing it up. Okay, The Lord is stating it. Then the last verse in Matthew, verse 13, says this. Truly I say to you, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will also be spoken of in memory of her. It's interesting that Mark and Matthew don't name her, who the woman is. Uh, John does name her. It says Mary, which may or may not be helpful because there are a bunch of Marys, right? A bunch of Marys in the Scripture. But one of the Marys was the one who did this that came and poured out a tremendous resource upon Jesus' head uh, with no consideration of the cost, apparently. She was not uh, held back by that and the value of it. The disciples were distracted by that because they thought, man, we could have used that for something a lot better. And Jesus is going, no, no, no. She has done what she could do. And what she did was she's anointed my body beforehand, and she's done this before the burial. I wonder why the anointing of the body beforehand, before the burial was important. We know that they would anoint the body after the burial, right? Remember what happened when they went to anoint the body and take care of the body after the burial? Yeah, there was no body to be found. Yeah, Jesus was resurrected from the dead and he was gone. And so this is a picture of some things right here that the Lord's saying that she's anointed me for this time that is yet to come. Uh, anyway, thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.